0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: This week on the Chicago Bears Review. With an eye on 2017, the Bears look to close out the 2016 home schedule with the win. To get to 500 at home and look to play spoiler to the Washington Redskins dwindling playoff hopes. Did the Bears send the Chicago faithful home happy or did the skins ruin Christmas? All of this and so much more on the week 16 review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. It's late, what can I say? It was a trying weekend, a trying holiday, and God knows it was a trying football game. What's going on, everybody? Larry D. back finally with the Week 16 Review episode of the Chicago Bears Review, and I I do offer my apologies. Um, I was actually uh, one of the lucky few... Or maybe not so few, but uh, one of the lucky people who uh, was actually sick over the holiday. I mean, actually on the holiday, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, um, not feeling well, uh, you know, sleeping in and out. I mean, I actually, uh, there is no fourth quarter knee-jerk reaction, not that it really needed to be one anyway. But because I actually slept through most of the second half, that's how under the weather uh, I was. and You can actually even hear it in my voice I am so out of it when I'm doing the third quarter uh, knee-jerk reaction. But um, recovering from, from, this, from the illness, I was out of town at my dad's uh, for the holiday. Just kind of, you know, didn't get around to doing the show. On, and until now, I'm back in town uh, in the Quad Cities. Uh, it's Thursday. I'm actually preparing for my, my interview with Chris Gates later on this afternoon for the Week 17 preview. Uh, episode so I'm basically kind of doing both of these uh, on the same day uh, just because I wanted to get it out there and, and get it done and uh, and so on so it's going to be quick it's going to be crude because the game was crude and awful and uh, you know to tell you the truth I did not see most of the second half so uh, not that I missed anything the Bears did all their cool stuff uh, in the second quarter they added a touchdown late in the fourth quarter when it didn't matter and then, while I was sleeping, gave away a sixty-one-yard touchdown with less than a minute to go, to uh, so that we reached our final score of forty-one to twenty-one against the Redskins. And it's just a mind-numbingly frustrating game from the very beginning. Because what did I say? What did I say in the preview? What the Bears should do? just come out and do anything they could to kind of knock the Redskins off their pedestal, to knock them off their game, to keep them reeling from that loss to Carolina on Monday Night Football. The Bears did nothing. I mean nothing to do that. They didn't try to, you know, blitz Kirk Cousins into oblivion. I mean, from the very beginning, why not do that? Why not on the very first play send all 11 guys to get after Cousins, man? I mean, just go out there and get him. Do something to kind of force a moment, something, whatever. It did not matter. The Bears did not do any of it. You know, came out on offense, three and out, boom, we're giving the football right back. I mean, it just, you know, and just like that, before you know it, the skins are up 14 to nothing, and none of it matters after that. So, I mean, it was just an absolutely frustrating, you know, I mean, it's why we're 3-12. and You know, the Bears just never – you know, from from all season, just never really went out there and played to win. You know, they, they the three wins that they had this year, they just went out there and they had better days than the teams they were playing against, period. Okay, after that, it was, you know, this is why we're two and six. This is why we're three and, you know, whatever. It just, every single week, this just kind of falls into place the way that it does. So, Um, The only thing we can really pray for at this point is that the season follows the pattern because we were 0-3, beat Detroit. Uh, We lost three straight again, beat Minnesota. Lost three straight again, beat the 49ers. So we've lost three straight once more, and now we get a chance to play Minnesota on Sunday to close out the uh, season. You know, I'm sure that you draft monkeys out there will want the Bears to lose because we actually moved up a spot from four to three because uh, Jacksonville actually won and now have a stronger strength of schedule uh, than the Bears. So the Bears moved up a spot into the top three now and would want the Bears to maintain that top three spot. I, as I've said many times, vehemently, I don't care. I really don't care. I want the Bears to win on Sunday, sweep the Vikings so we can move to 500, uh, on the season in the in the division, and also so that we can be um, sweep the Vikings. You know, let that be our calling card for this season. So, but um, anyway, we'll go ahead and get through these uh, knee jerk reactions. We'll do our uh, our uh, what you call it, our uh, bear ups and bear downs, and then just bang this bad boy out and get it behind us because this game really from the beginning was awful, and 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 I was actually kind of grateful that I was too sick to witness most of it.
2: Yep. Knee-jerk reaction in the first quarter of the Bears and the Redskins. And I remember all that talk I had about the Bears coming out and trying to catch the Skins with their pants down, that demoralizing loss to Carrot Le- n- Never mind. It didn't happen. It was the Redskins that came out firing on all cylinders. Two touchdowns uh, by Chris Thompson, their backup running back, one on a five-yard run, the other one on about a 20-yard screenplay. Makes it 14 to nothing. Uh, the Bears, um, you know, they look like a 3-11 and team, and I dare to say they look worse, actually, uh, than that. On offense, it's a hit-and-miss thing. We get a, a nice run from Howard, then Barkley throws it at somebody's feet. We get a nice play, a nice throw from Barkley downfield, down and then Jordan Howard gets stuff for a four-yard loss, so it's a give-or-take thing. The one uh, scoring possession that the Bears had in the first quarter, they got uh, like a 19-yard field goal blocked, where the, the, the guy just shot the A-gap, came in untouched, and just smacked the ball down. It was ridiculous. So it's fourteen to nothing. Uh, the Bears are kind of moving the ball right now as we start the second quarter. But uh, I'm not expecting much, especially considering what I just sat through here in the first 15 minutes. Yep.
1: Yeah. So like I said, right off the bat, the the Bears come out flat. The Redskins come out firing on all on all cylinders. Uh, you know, the Bears are such a give and take team on especially on the offensive side uh i mean our secondary was just getting victimized all day long so everything that gel uh, jen uh Filsinger, well, that we talked to in, in the preview uh show was saying that she was looking forward to our secondary versus uh pierre garcon and deshaun jackson and, and everything and they they carved us up they ate us alive and that that's that's what happened you know i think that uh garcon might have even had 100 yards before halftime or maybe that was Deshaun jackson uh, or or whatever it was they just absolutely victimized uh the bears and it just um you know after the first quarter it was clear that this just wasn't going to be the there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the
0: perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own.
1: Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Day, uh, The second quarter, the Bears showed a little bit of fight uh, in them, put some scoring possessions together uh, themselves, but also couldn't stop the Redskins from scoring more so that the deficit wasn't much smaller by the time we got to the half
2: knee jerk reaction in the second quarter. The Bears and the Redskins, and it's a bittersweet second quarter. The Bears actually won the second quarter, fourteen to ten, but that of course means it's twenty-four to fourteen already. The Redskins scoring on their last four possessions of the first half, three touchdowns and a field goal, and uh, it really is the secondary, more more specifically Tracy Porter, that is letting the Bears down uh, in the first half. Uh, no matter who Porter is is covering, whether it's uh, Garcon or Deshaun Jackson, they're all wide open. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it's communication, if it's on Porter or the safety or Fangio, the you know, the D coordinator, the communication has been there so many times that Porter thinks that he's got a safety help over the top. And then Deshaun Jackson or Garcon are catching the ball and there's nobody within a 10 yard radius uh, of the receiver Uh, on offense. It just goes back to what I was saying in the preview. Why don't we just come out running the no huddle? Because Matt Barkley thrives in the no huddle offense. He just led a two-minute drill through a touchdown pass to Cameron Meredith to make it 24-14. to We start with the ball in the second half. We're down 10. We're 3-11. and This is the home finale. What the hell do we have to lose? Just come out with the no huddle and see what happens in the second half. <laughs>
1: But all was uh, for naught um, because in the second half, uh, I think it was kind of like the the Green Bay game all over again where where all of a sudden we had several possessions in a row with turnovers. And this really was an actual, you know, a very bad game uh, for Matt Barkley where where last week against the Packers, the two interceptions that he threw there were were kind of – you know, where they, they, they either were like miscommunications or bad reads because they weren't necessarily bad throws. There was a receiver there uh, in the area. It's just like the throw got away or he was expecting someone to be where they weren't and, and all that kind of thing uh, for, you know, for, for Dix from the, the um, Packers to come away with interceptions on both of those. This time it really just looked like he had the Jay Cutler bug. He was trying to create something that wasn't there. You know, One play in particular, he was throwing to Alshon, who had a step on Josh Norman, the, one of the best corners uh, in the game. But instead, he makes a, a ridiculous throw that was intended more for Norman than it was for Jeffrey. Norman ends up picking it off and running it back uh, and so on. I, I, I don't know if he threw many or if he – I think maybe he threw one or two before halftime, but there were like three in a row – uh, in the third quarter, by that time the game was definitely over. Uh, my sickness had overtaken me, as you will be able to hear uh, in my very groggy, half-asleep voice at the end of the third quarter. And thankfully, I slept through the entire fourth quarter, so I didn't have to witness the end of the game. But um, you know, after three quarters, the writing was on the wall, and uh, you know, the the Bears looking at another losing home record in 2016.
2: Knee-jerk reaction in the third quarter to the Bears and the Redskins. And the Skins add another touchdown. Barkley adds another interception to the total. And uh, we're one quarter closer to this game being over. Uh, The Bears are just, you know... it's one step forward two steps back pretty much you know like if they do well on offense that means they have to be horrible on defense if they do something good on defense then they fall flat on their faces on offense on the defensive side it's just You know, something lets them down. If the, you know, the secondary will do its job, but the pass rush can't get there, or there's pressure coming from the pass, but somebody didn't get their assignment or whatever. Somebody's running free in the secondary, and so, you know, the defense just can't get it together. You know, all on one play together, and that's why the Redskins are, you know, have a 31 to 14 lead going into the uh, fourth quarter. So the Bears have the ball, and uh, we're at midfield, and we're one. Like I said, one quarter closer to this thing being over with. Yep.
1: Uh, and mercy, uh, mercifully, the football gods saw to it to uh, sedate me for the final quarter. Uh, I did wake up briefly to see the Bears score their last touchdown uh, of the game. It was a touchdown pass from Barkley to Deontay Thompson. Uh, but I went right back to sleep, so I missed the 61-yard touchdown run that the Bears gave up in the final minute of the game. I mean, the... The Redskins are trying to run out the clock, and somehow we give one up for 61 yards. I mean, I, just, I, mean I, I probably would have laughed my ass off if I'd have sat there and watched it, Watch this team try to put, the, put us out of our misery. you know. The, rather than kneeling on the ball, they're just running out the clock, and yet he guy runs through the line of scrimmage and he's off to the races just like that. You know, it's just, it's just it's absolutely ridiculous. But, um, you know, the Redskins went and polished the Bears off. Uh, the Bears, once again... Not playing like a team with a killer instinct, not playing like a team with with something to play for. I mean, we're we're three and twelve. There's very little to play for at this point. But, you know, I've been saying for a couple of weeks now, I said it in one of my openings at this point when you're three and nine, when you're three and ten, there's nothing to play for except pride and paychecks. And right now the Bears just seem like they're playing for the paychecks, you know, because they're the a team playing with pride would be looking to shut a playoff team like this down. Okay, the Redskins were already, you know, had insurmountable odds as far as making the playoffs was concerned with the Cowboys walking away with the division, the Giants with a firm grasp on one of the on one of the wild card spots. The Redskins have to win and they need a ton of help to get in. A, a loss on the road at Chicago would have absolutely obliterated their chances, but that's not enough coming away with a 500 record at home not enough you know it just you know the motivation just didn't seem to be there the bears didn't have that fire that that explosive you know want to attitude on sunday it was obvious from the very beginning and uh, that's why they lost period so um yeah so we lose 41 to 21 we fall to 3 and 12 we are in danger of our first 13-loss season ever uh, coming up on Sunday against the uh, Vikings, and, um, you know, like I said, I want the Bears to win. Go out on a positive note. Get the season sweep of the Vikings. Finish at 500 uh, in the division, you know, all that kind of stuff, and we'll worry about the draft position uh, later. But, um, you know, it is what it is, folks. Um this is uh, the season is finally winding down. Uh, we're just going to take 2016 out behind the shed and put one behind its ear and put it out of its misery uh, on Sunday when the Bears play the Vikings and then we'll finally get to wrap this thing up. So and now we'll go ahead and mercifully put a bullet between, between the eyes of this show by wrapping, every, by wrapping it up with everyone's favorite segment here. Bear up, bear down. Bear down for week number 16, and um, as you can imagine, the lists are obvious. I kept them short just to stay in the theme of the show, get it over with. Uh, bear up to Jordan Howard, 119 yards rushing. He is only, I think, 68 yards away uh, from breaking uh, Matt Forte's rookie rushing record of 1,238 yards or something like that. Uh, A little over 1,200 yards. If he gets 60, it's like 63 or 68, one of the two. If he gets that amount against the Vikings on Sunday, a team that he ran for a buck 53 against in uh, in that Week Eight Monday Night Football game. So uh, doesn't hell? I think he got that much on one run in the first half, didn't he? Some or something close to it uh, in that first quarter against the Vikings, but. if he's able to pound that away he'll have the rookie rushing record and this is a guy that didn't start his first game until week 4 so he might actually have the the record and adding be adding to it had he been our starter from the outset but uh, Jeremy Langford having earned that spot at the be- you know from the way he played last year and so on and so forth took him a while plus he got hurt and all the rest of that stuff but it's never mind that bear up to Jordan Howard um, you know, he continues to be a bright spot and an underutilized one. For some reason, he did 119 yards on, like, 18 carries or something like that. Uh, Dole Logan still not getting the memo on the three times that the Bears have – the three games that the Bears have won have all been games in which Jordan, Harry, Jordan Howard carried the ball more than 20 times in a game. So, you know, apparently Dole is not getting the memo that Jordan Howard has been the key to our success. Uh, this season. But, um, you know, go figure. You know, putting that ball in that kid's hands only means good things. But instead, he wants to have Matt Barkley throwing the ball 50 times a game and and so on and so forth. Speaking of which, bear down to Matt Barkley. I believe this is the first time he's making this list in his six or seven uh, starts for the Bears uh, this year. Um, You know, it was more than uh, bad luck. It was just straight up bad decisions. He was trying to do too much, you know. God bless him for probably being the one player on the team that was, for a change, playing to win, but uh, trying to do too much and ended up being a huge difference uh, in the game. It, it was turning into a, a, a bad game of Madden uh, out there after a while. But um, you know, five interceptions, regardless of the two, three touchdown—I think it was three—three uh, three touchdown passes he did have uh, in the game. It just, um, you know, tried to do too much and gave the ball back to the Redskins. And the problem there was the other bear down to our secondary, most specifically Tracy Porter. But the secondary in general deserves a bear down because when the pass rush was there, like you heard me say in the knee-jerk reaction, somebody was always running free somehow. I mean, and and imagine how bad it could have been If Jordan Reed, their all-pro tight end, was healthy in this game because you remember how he murdered us last year, three touchdown pass uh, catches against the Bears last year uh, in that Soldier Field loss uh, a year ago. Imagine if he was healthy and playing in this game, along with what Deshaun Jackson and uh, Pierre Garcon were able to do to us. It would have been a blood – like they would have put up 60 on the Bears easily uh, in this game. I mean, it was ridiculous how easy uh, they made it look. I mean, Kirk Cousins might have earned his big contract just based on his performance against the Bears uh, on Sunday. I mean, our secondary was – and it's it's the huge – it has to be the huge focus for the Bears – going into the offseason, it has to be a secondary. Like, we should have at least three new starters going into 2017, um, you know, to target safeties, corners, just go out there and get whoever. Instead of pulling these guys off the street, the undrafted free agents and, you know, fifth-round draft choices and all. I mean, Adrian Amos has been a ghost this season. We drafted uh, DeAndre Hall and Deion Bush, who have been playing but haven't been you know, spectacular or anything like that. But, you know, we really need to go out and get some veteran guys. I've been saying this for years. I want the Bears to go out and sign a veteran safety instead of drafting one every year because we're seeing how that has been helpful to us. Uh, It hasn't. That's the point. So, uh, anyway, Bear down to the secondary. And then finally, Bear up to Cameron Meredith, uh, over 100 yards receiving, another touchdown uh, added to the ledger. Um, the guy really has been – he and, and Jordan Howard uh, have been the few consistent bright spots on the offensive side uh, of the ball. I mean, an offense that I don't I don't even think there's – maybe the last few weeks they've scored over 20 points the last couple of weeks. Maybe the, the average has gone up, but I still think we're well below 20 points a game on offense this season. Um, but those two, I think it was the fourth or fifth time, Cameron Mayer, this has been over 100 yards this year. Uh, jordan howard i think it was the seventh sixth or seventh time he's rushed for over 100 yards and like i said within striking distance very doable striking distance of of overtaking matt forte's rookie rushing record on sunday against the vikings so bear up to howard and meredith bear down to barkley and the secondary most specifically tracy porter who was horrendous on sunday and that's how we're going to finish that off so that's going to do it for the week 16 review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. It's going to be a quick turnaround at the latest. The at the latest, the preview episode for week 17 will be up on Friday if it isn't up later tonight on Thursday. So keep an eye open for that. Until then, my name is Larry D and this has been the Chicago Bears Review.